Welcome to Samford University's Campus Worship. We hope you enjoy the presentation. Good morning, students, faculty, staff, family, and friends. Welcome to the annual Leadership and Service Convocation at Samford University. Today, we celebrate the outstanding accomplishments of our student leaders with the presentation of several awards. Before we begin today's program, I would like to invite Walker Edmondson, the 2015-2016 SGA chaplain, to offer an invocation. Let's pray. Father, we come before you today with just a spirit of thanksgiving. God, we thank you that you woke us up this morning, and we thank you that we have the privilege to be here at Sanford today. Father, we remember that you're faithful this morning. We remember that you've been faithful to bring us this far, and we trust that you will bring us through finals week and any other circumstance in our life. And I just pray that as we ponder and remember your faithfulness, God, that any fear or doubt that's present in our lives would subside in Jesus' name. God, we pray that as we honor people who have been great service servants to this campus, that you will remind us of how we can be better servants in our respective communities. God, as we close out this semester, we just ask for an abundance of grace this morning. God, we need your grace. We need grace from our professors that are grading our papers. We need grace to fulfill the callings on our lives. So we just pray that you richly provide that today. God, I pray that you bless this convocation and bless our day. In Jesus' name, amen. Omicron Delta Kappa is the nation's foremost leadership honor society. Founded in 1914 at Washington and Lee University, ODK seeks to identify, honor, and develop leaders in collegiate and community life, and to encourage collaboration among students, faculty, staff, and alumni to advance leadership. Today, nearly 300 campuses across the nation feature ODK circles with students who lead through the arts, athletics, academics, mass media, and campus organizations and student government. At Samford, we have had a circle for more than 65 years, and we now have an active community of over 70 students. Though all these members are juniors and seniors, each year we like to honor two freshmen who have already made a difference on campus because of their leadership. This year, we asked our nominees to creatively express their definition of leadership, and one of these responses, a poem, beautifully illustrates the sort of impact we believe a first-year student can make. It reads, Leadership resolves around student learning and development. Failure to heed this could lead to a detriment. Leaders boasting others' self-esteem is always the goal, while criticism and harsh words surely take a toll. Without practicing what they preach, leaders stray from the right path, henceforth becoming subjects to their adversaries' wrath. Your followers believing in themselves is truly the key. Their accomplishments because of your nice words are encouraging indeed. Sometimes leaders mess up in life and they run into some bad luck. But life isn't about how many times you fall, it's about how many times you get back up. So now with the spirit of those words in our minds, let us recognize our seven finalists and then our two winners. Please hold your applause till the end and honorees please stand at the front for Dr. Holloway to greet you. Um, first we have Krista Bosing. Emily Uland. Come on forward. Macy Marin, Trent Taylor, Matthew Pitarelli, he's excited, Benin Mugisha, 
and Jonathan Lawson. You can also go back to your seats if you'd like. So we'll clap for them. And then our two winners for this year are J.D. Tyler and Emily London. Well done. Every year, the Sanford Circle of Omicron Delta Kappa recognizes one of its own with the Circle Leader of the Year Award. This year's recipient has demonstrated outstanding leadership and service to the Sanford community throughout his time as a student. He is a university fellow and served as a preceptor for our Great Ideas Summer Institute. He also has served as a Howard Scholar to help build collegiate identity for our Howard College of Arts and Sciences. His senior year, he served as the president of Phi Alpha Theta History Honor Society, and he was awarded Best Paper and Best Presentation Awards at the Phi Alpha Theta Regional Conference. This spring, he also served as the undergraduate conference coordinator for the Southern Forum on Agriculture, Rural, and Environmental History. He published articles in both Sanford's new undergraduate research journal, as well as Wide Angle, a journal of language and film, and he won awards for his work in the Colonial Dames American Independence Award Essay Contest. He was a regular features writer and an opinion columnist for the Sanford Crimson, and he was a founding member and treasurer of the Sanford Men's Rugby Club. He was a member of the acapella choir for three years and participated in both national and international collegiate choral competitions. He served as the chairperson for the SGA Honor Code Committee in 2014 and 15, which did such important work that we're just now uh, enjoying to, beginning to enjoy today. And he served as a member of the SGA Presidential Advisory Council in 2013-14. But most importantly of all, for me anyway, throughout the past year, he has led our circle with fun and humor. This year's recipient of the Omicron Delta Kappa Circle Leader of the Year Award goes to our Circle President, Franklin Lowe. The Luke 252 Scholarship Award was established in 1985 and endowed by Sanford alumnus Walter Barnes, a mostly retired Birmingham insurance executive. He desired to give recognition to two students, one male, one female, who are balanced academically, socially, physically, and spiritually. His inspiration was Luke 252, which says that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. 
Students in the freshman, sophomore, and junior classes were invited to apply for the award. The winners this year were chosen because of their civic and social engagement, their spiritual discipline, and their commitment to balanced health. The award includes a congratulatory phone call from me, <laughs> a certificate, and a $2,000 scholarship to be applied to their next academic year. This year's female recipient is a rising senior religion major from Vestavia Hills, Alabama. She is a pre-ministerial scholar, a John Howard scholar, as well as a member of AOPI sorority. She is a member of numerous honors societies, has been a participant in Sanford Sunday program, and has served Dawson Memorial Baptist Church as a Kid Life volunteer and a member of the Hispanic Worship Band. She has done short-term mission work in Ecuador and Honduras and studied abroad in Costa Rica. The 2016-17 Luke 252 Female Award winner is Farah Karami. This year's male recipient is a rising senior history major religion minor from Wetumpka, Alabama. A member of the Dean's List, his entire Sanford career, he is both a pre-ministerial and a global missions scholar. He has preached extensively and served as a small group leader, children's minister, and school mentor. He has completed an international mission trip to China in 2014 and will return to East Asia for 10 weeks this summer. He is an athlete who enjoys intramural basketball and soccer and weightlifting, and contrary to popular belief, he does not use PEDs. <laughs> the 2016-17 Luke 252 Male Award winner is Nathan Graham. The Rufus W. Shelton Community Service Awards were established in 1982 and in honor and memory of Rufus W. Shelton, class of 1932, by Dr. and Mrs. Uh, R. Wade Shelton, Jr. By secret ballot and vote of the SGA Student Senate, one undergraduate man and one undergraduate woman are selected each year to receive these awards. The awards are not intended for the most, but for those who have done the most toward improving life at Sanford, whether by working hard on campus activities by the inner courage of smiling in the face of difficulty, by brilliance in and devotion to an art, or by any other way that is shown brightly as a special sustained effort for the betterment of community life. Our first award recipient is a communication major at Sanford and has served as a member and president of the Social Entrepreneurship Club in Actus. She served in the Birmingham community as a Young Life leader and led her fellow students as chair of the Senate Finance Committee within the Student Government Association. Practicing discernment, through allocating funds to various student organizations. This student is well known on campus for her kindness, poise, and authenticity. She set an example that many will attempt to emulate both now and after she graduates. Uh, please join me in recognizing the first recipient of the 2016 Rufus W. Shelton Community Service Award, Emily Smotherman.
The second award recipient, I think you'll recognize, he's a history major and university fellow who's been deeply involved in campus life, both inside and outside of the classroom. He's the outgoing president of the Omicron Delta Kappa Leadership Honor Society and has demonstrated a commitment to the arts as a member of a cappella choir. He led the Honor Code Committee in the research and development of a student-initiated honor pledge. He's a thoughtful and giving friend, going above and beyond to help others accomplish their goals and both challenge and advocate for his peers. Certainly his impact will be felt both on and off campus for many years to come. Uh, please join me in congratulating the second 2016 Rufus W. Shelton Award recipient, Franklin Lowe. Today's speaker is one of Sanford's very own. He works in the Office of Spiritual Life and is approaching his 13th year as a minister to students on our campus. He and his wife, Renee, have been married for 19 years and have two sons, Cooper and Owen. Our speaker has earned an English degree from Sanford as well as a Master of Divinity from Beeson Divinity School. He has led Sanford students on cross-cultural mission trips several times to countries including Malaysia and China. In his free time, he enjoys riding his bike, playing the guitar, and quoting the Three Amigos. Our speaker has made a significant impact on my life personally. He has spent countless hours offering his wisdom and guidance, helping me to prayerfully discern God's calling on my life. He is passionate about connecting college students and their unique interests and abilities to God's larger mission. I know our speaker well and can confidently say that he loves God, the world, his family, and Sanford students. Perhaps the most remarkable accomplishment of today's speaker is that he has wrestled an alligator with his bare hand. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Brian Pitts. <laughs> the alligator. Thanks, Chad. I didn't know you were gonna pull the alligator out there. Um, I just want to take a moment to thank uh, Laura Breedlove for the invitation to speak this morning. It's both an honor and an unexpected privilege, so thank you. Twelve words. Tell me the reason you exist in twelve words. No more and no less. Twelve. You can only use words that have been claimed as your own with specificity and conviction. Words that are anchored in the unique DNA of your story and God's call on your life. Why 12? Because 12 anymore and you won't remember them. Why 12? Because 12 forces you to cut out extra ideas and focuses you on what you're created to be and do. Why 12? Because the kingdom of God needs people living passionately and with direction, proactively living forward rather than passively responding to circumstances as they, and opportunities as they present themselves. Do you know them? Do you know your 12 words? Could you write them out right now? If not, give me the next nine minutes, and together we will begin to create a pathway to clarity and the opportunity to find your 12 words. 
This past Tuesday morning, I was listening to the podcast Anonymous People. On this particular episode, Chris, the host, was talking to Dennis in Denton, Texas. Dennis was in a dead-end job and had just spent the last six months actively and unsuccessfully trying to get fired from his job. He was miserable, and the clearest vision of his life he could muster was a vague desire to take an improv class. His dream was to have a dream. Over the course of the hour, the two men talked through Dennis's life story, listening for the inklings of hope and direction. But as their time was drawing to a close, Chris became more and more desperate to help this man to break out of his mind-numbing spiral. With nine minutes left on the call, Chris said, Dennis, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to tell you to do. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to just scream. I want you to just scream at the top of your lungs. Come on, Dennis, you can do it. And I thought, he's not going to do that. Why? Why would he do that? But then over the phone, you heard this desperate man in Texas let out this guttural and distorted. And then he did it again. And I, as I listened to the story, uh, I couldn't help but with compassion and empathy come up in my heart for this man in Denton, standing next to a tree, yelling into a phone with a stranger grasping for a way forward. My days as an English major came flooding back over, over my mind, and I thought about Walt Whitman. I sound my barbaric yawp over the rooftops of the world. But this man's scream was not coming from a place of strength and power. He was screaming because he was adrift, with no moorings that anchored his life. I wondered if he felt more like Stephen Crane's castaways floating in the open boat. Shipwrecks are apropos of nothingness. Wishing to throw bricks at the temple, man hates deeply the fact that there are no bricks and no temples. The issue at the core of Dennis's yell wasn't that he hadn't signed up for an improv class. The issue was that he didn't know his God-given 12 words. In his book, Every Good Endeavor, Tim Keller writes, Every Christian should be able to identify with conviction and satisfaction the ways in which his or her work participates with God in his creativity and cultivation. Conviction and satisfaction. In other words, a follower of Christ does not have the luxury, should not take the opportunity of passively and unreflectively responding to the opportunities as they present themselves. Rather, more so than anyone else, believers should live their lives full of intention and purpose. Why? Because we live in a war zone. It may not look like it, but there is a contentious battle being waged for the kingdom of God to come into this world. For God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you claim Christ, you cannot behave as though you were on the home front, safe 
from any wounds or sacrifices. We must gather ourselves each morning, walk boldly into the world with confidence, trusting that the work we are called to do is directly linked to our unique being and God's work in our world. Nearly four years ago, on Sunday, August the 26th at 8 a.m., I met the campus worship band right here. And we met and we practiced for the final part of the Connections weekend for the class of 2016. That morning, we sang, On Christ the solid rock I stand. And we sang, In Christ alone my hope is found. And we ended by singing, Be thou my vision. O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that Thou art. And afterwards, Matt stood and he preached from Proverbs 8, which says this, Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. For the next 15 minutes, he talked about these verses, the historical context, the genre, its application to our lives. But in the end, he left you with the singular challenge. Seek wisdom. From there, you walked out of these doors. And you tried to figure out which one was Russell Hall and who you were going to sit with in the calf. Since that morning, you have walked circuitous and winding paths. Many of you have had leadership opportunities that have stretched and challenged you. Some of you have traveled the world, meeting people from other cultures and languages, eating new foods, sharing tea across from faces that looked very different from your own. Spring breaks, fall breaks, Christmas breaks, Jan terms, step sings have come and gone, and you began to experience these temporal anchors over the years, eventually settling into the annual rhythm of this space and this place. But in all of it, did you see her? Did you hear her cry out? during the late-night study sessions or walking down the streets of London? Did you hear her calling in the middle of the arguments with your roommates? Walking across Beeson Bridge or in the middle of a chapter meeting, did you hear her whisper? Since that August morning nearly four years ago, you've had an opportunity to learn and lead in an environment that was nurturing, has provided feedback, and this morning is celebrating all that you've accomplished. As a leader, you've had the opportunity to find ways that you have excelled and areas that you've failed, tasks that bring life and decisions that bring death. You have at your fingertips a bank of knowledge that is both rich and recent. 
God was there. Excavate them and look for his imprint on your life. Sift through your years here and find her. Find wisdom. Refuse to exchange these hard-earned insights for the shallow and fleeting shell of monetary gain and the acclaim of a diploma. Dare to lean into the kingdom call to follow a man who said the first will be last and the last will be first. She is beckoning you. She is right in front of you, calling to you from the high places. So here's the pathway to find your 12 words. Before you leave for the summer, take a good friend to coffee. Tell them you want to talk through your time at Sanford, but not for the sake of reminiscence, but to have them help you listen for God's work in your life. Ask them, what do they see? Where do they sense God's hand in your narrative? Where is it that wisdom has cried out? Ask them, what do you think are my 12 words? Then I challenge you, once finals are over and before the summer rush begins, schedule an afternoon, a morning, an entire day of solitude. Retreat. Work through your story. What were the points that turned you? What were the challenges that you faced? What were the surprises that you found? Where can you learn about your unique gifting and purpose? Then struggle and fight and edit and write and search and pray until you are able to confidently complete the sentence, I exist too. Then etch these words into your mind and onto your heart. Write them on the wall of your shower. Put them on the dashboard of your car. Rooted in God's work in your life, let them serve as your north star, giving you an orientation to the direction of your life. Let these 12 words be your purposeful, hopeful, and confident scream. A scream declaring both your unique call and your active agency in the kingdom of God. I pray it will be so. Amen. Thank you to Brian Pitts. I think those are timeless words for all of us, whether we're students, faculty, or staff. I know that I'm very convicted and um, will certainly be taking that to heart. Thank you. At this time, we would like to recognize some of the student leaders who've made an impact on our campus this year. Would you please stand as your organization is called? Student Recruitment Team, Sanford Ambassadors, Residence Life Staff, Student Government Association, Interfraternity Council, Panhellenic Council, National Panhellenic Council, Office of Spiritual Life Assistants and Interns, Connections Leaders, Orientation Leaders, Stepsing Committees and Directors, Sanford Gives Back Leadership Team, 
and other leaders in community engagement, international ambassadors, International Student Leadership Council, other international student leaders, athletic team captains and leaders in the Student Athlete Advisory Council, students serving on advisory councils to our academic schools and departments, foundations peer mentors, editorial staff with any of our Sanford publications and media outlets, students selected in the fall term as who, who, who's who among American colleges and universities, and students serving in a leadership role in any number of our 100-plus Sanford student organizations and honor societies. Please join me in a round of applause for all of these student leaders. Before our Vice President for Student Affairs and Enrollment Management, Dr. Phil Kimry, comes to present the University Awards, we would like to recognize those members of the campus community responsible for the selection of today's awards recipients. The University Awards Committee has the annual responsibility for selecting students nominated for who's who among students in American colleges and universities during the fall semester and the four University Awards presented today during the spring semester. The four University Awards to be presented today are the Service Award, the Gail Heil Sir Memorial Award, the John R. Mott Award, and the James M. Sizemore Award. Comprised of five faculty members from across the disciplines and five staff members serving areas of student life and student affairs, the committee members volunteer their time to carefully review and select nominated students, independently and without collaboration, to receive these highly coveted awards. The nomination and selections process are administered by the Office of Student Leadership and Involvement and the Office of the Vice President for Student Affairs and Enrollment Management. Dr. Phil Kimry serves as the ex officio chairman of the University Awards Committee. It is appropriate at this time to acknowledge and thank the committee for their tireless efforts to recognize these deserving students. The first award is the Service Award. The Service Award was established by Margaret Davidson Sizemore in her role as a member of the Birmingham Service Guild and her service to Sanford University. Mrs. Sizemore served the university for many years as Dean of Women, Professor of French, and as Director of Community Affairs. The Service Award honors a student in the graduating class who, in the opinion of faculty and staff, best exemplifies the quality of social service that Margaret Davidson Sizemore demonstrated. It would be difficult to find a student more deserving of the Service Award than this year's recipient. She volunteered at the Exceptional Foundation her freshman year and later as a weekly tutor at the North Star Ministries. In addition to her co-curricular involvement, she maintained a strong commitment to academics as a Brock Scholar and University Fellow. In 2014, she received the Jessica M. Smith Service Award for leadership within Greek life community service. Later, she established the Sanford chapter of SAVE, Sustaining a Village Every Day, a student organization dedicated to ministry in Haiti. For this student, service is not just something that she does, rather it is a calling and a way of life. Please join me in congratulating the recipient of the 2016 Service Award, Laura Bean.
the Gail Heil Memorial Award. In February of 1961, a well-loved Sanford senior named Gail Heil was tragically killed in an automobile accident. She was a drama major, student leader, the reigning homecoming queen, a cheerleader, and a friend to every student. The campus was stunned by the tragic death of one who was so highly respected by the faculty and fellow students. The campus newspaper carried a fitting tribute. The last two lines of the Crimson article read, Gail Howell, beautiful as the campus she loved, lived the qualities of this Christian college. These will remain always as a tribute to her memory. The Gail Howell Memorial Award was established by her family. It is given annually to a woman in the graduating class who best exemplifies these outstanding qualities of Christian character, leadership, school spirit, and service within which Howe possessed an abundance. The 2016 recipient of this award has demonstrated excellence in all these areas. Her leadership as an orientation leader, connections leader, and student ambassador has made a significant impact on our campus. For the past three years, she has led the Bulldog Dancers as team captain from their transition as a student organization to a functioning entity within Stanford Athletic Department. She has provided continuous service to the student body at Sanford by representing her class as an officer within Student Government Association and as a leading fundraiser and team captain for Relay for Life. Please join me in recognizing this year's Gail Howe Memorial Award recipient, Margie Turk. The John R. Mott Award. For 32 years, John R. Mott was the chairman and visionary leader behind the student volunteer movement whose missionary motto became, the world for Christ in this generation. During his extremely active and global life of service, he made four around the world trips, served in 73 countries, was decorated by 16 nations, and received honorary degrees from eight distinguished universities, which included Cornell, Yale, Princeton, Edinburgh, and Brown. In 1946, Mr. Mott was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. The John R. Mott Award was established by a friend of Birmingham to be presented to a man in the graduating class who represents high character, scholarship, and student public service. This year's recipient is a well-rounded student whose involvement spans from serving as leader and worship team member of the student organization Rain Ministries to serving on the Dean's Student Advisory Council. During the summer of 2013, he spent over two months training as a missionary with Iris, Min Iris Ministries in Mozambique, Africa. While this recipient has held numerous leadership roles, he cites the simple opportunity of loving others as his greatest leadership accomplishment during his Sanford career. Certainly his desire to fulfill the Great Commission closely aligns with Mr. Mott's own vision. Join me in recognizing the 2016 recipient of the John R. Mott Award, Zachary Pittman. Our final university award this morning is the James M. Sizemore Award. James M. Sizemore was a 1929 graduate of Howard College who became a recognized executive and authority in his chosen field of transportation. In 
He was an active member of numerous civic, cultural, and service organizations who gave unselfishly of his time and efforts for the betterment of his community. Mr. Sizemore was also recognized as a person of integrity, leadership, and soundness of judgment. The James M. Sizemore Award was established by Margaret Davidson Sizemore in memory of her husband. The award is presented annually to a person in the senior class who has best demonstrated character, personality, scholarship, and unselfish service to the university. This year's recipient is a Beeson Scholar, University Fellow, and participant in the Fulbright Commission Summer Institute, who has made a significant impact on our campus during her time at Samford. As a political science and English major, she has demonstrated scholarship through a variety of academic endeavors, endeavors competing with a team of Samford students to reach the quarterfinals at the International Ethics Intercollegiate Ethics Bowl National Championship Tournament. She has served on the Student Government Association as a member of the Freshman Forum, Senate, and finally as SGA President. A strong advocate for underrepresented populations, she served as an international student ambassador and used her platform as SGA President to lobby for minority representation on campus. While her achievements are numerous, she, she, she will be most remembered for her desire to affect positive change by creating a more welcoming, inclusive Sanford student body. Please join me in congratulating the 2016 James M. Sizemore Award recipient, Laura Ann Prickett. Thank you to all of our student leaders for your example and to all of our faculty, staff, family and friends present who played a significant role in the lives of all of our Sanford students and in our campus community. To conclude our program, I would like to invite Susan Doyle, Director of Parent Programs, to provide our benediction. Now hear God's word of blessing to us this morning. May the love of the Father enfold us, the wisdom of his Son enlighten us, the fire of the Spirit kindle us, and may the blessing of the Lord God come down upon us and remain with us always. For more information about Samford University, check out samford.edu.